0: Hello there everybody, welcome back to the Sparkles and Rhinestones pageant podcast. I am your host Hannah Golding and I am all tired out. It's been such a busy, I can't remember what the last time we did a podcast episode to be honest. Um, October is such a busy month for me. It truly is, every weekend was filled including finally holding our, the Big Pageant Confidence event. Um, we raised 355 I think it was, um, for Mind UK, a uh, total 1200 uh for Mind to date. And speaking of, of course, all the amazing events that helped to get to that fundraising, we will be announcing Pageant Con for next year. It will be in January um, 2022, be a one-day event. And I'm just trying to make sure I have all of my guest speakers and it'll be a new charity as well. So what I wanted to talk about today is something that I think affects so many pageant girls. And also I think it's affected a lot of people since events have started to open up again. Um, And that is of course the pageant burnout. So of course the way to prevent that is to, you know, <laughs> not attend every single thing that you can however for some people that does work um especially for me i love attending pageant events it is my social calendar um because i don't really have a life outside pageantry to be honest i'm a mum and when i'm not a mum i'm a pageant queen uh it's as simple as that and that's the way it will stay for a while since the tinder scene is (laughs) non-existent but let's get back to pageantry so so many people are suffering the pageant burnout and it's basically where you've just done too much. You work yourself. Some people find they have this after um, their pageant finishes and it's, of course, mixed in with pageant hangover. We all get the pageant hangover, um, whether you've attended events, uh, but when you're competing, it's so much different because... There's so much more to it. You've had all this time dedicated to this title. You've done all the appearances, all the charity work. You did all that stage time, all the adrenaline, the interview. And then you either won or you didn't win. Um, And you have to process all those feelings. Uh, And this is why a lot of people will jump into their next pageant adventure before... You know, the dust has even settled on the past stage. Because it's, you know, having a new goal to work to, it's having your weekends filled again. A lot of people are scared about being sashless, going to events, not having a sash, you know, being part of the pageant community, not having a title. Now, this is not talk to ever like, to all. And when I speak about these experiences... Some of you may feel yes, that's a hundred percent me. That's what I feel like, and others would be like that doesn't really relate to me at all. That's absolutely fine. Um, and please don't take everything as gospel. This said, there are a lot of people who don't want to attend events or take a break from the pageant events because you know you've been doing so much all this time. Depending on, of course, a lot of people. Have been on this pa- on pageant mode for a good two years, like I'm trying to think there's still there's still a couple of finals that have been postponed that haven't happened yet, so people are waiting up to two years for their finals, and not everyone wants to be attending events after and afterwards. Now it is the difference of I attended the whole of October with no sash. On um I did wear my why My Crown for Mystic. Uh I thought it fitted the occasion. Uh however I loved attending events. I still talked to all the different pageant girls, lots of good conversations, uh, met up with new pageant girls, and for me that's why I love pageantry because I love being involved. Um But also, I know to myself, when I need a break, there was the last weekend after four weekends on the trot, and I was like, I'm I'm not booking anything in. That's going to be my relaxing weekend. Of course, I still had coaching. Like, there is no off weekend for that. But (laughs) you have to have those times to yourself. Now, my biggest advice would be, of course, don't overstretch yourself. Look within your budgets, look at the dates, look at, I have this many finals, how am I going to space out? Now, as I said, for most of us, sometimes pageantry is our social life, so, you know, you're going to want to go to everything, but look at having a break in between, and sometimes you might not want that break, sometimes you feel like, oh no, I don't need it, but sometimes your body needs it. I, I can't think of when it was, I think it must have been September, and I just did nothing the whole weekend, I felt so guilty, and I was like, I just can't, I've not got the energy, and it's like, my body had been on overdrive, trying to do all these events and do everything, and it's like, my body's way of saying, girl, you need to rest, and that's why you'll get ill, you know and catch the the dreaded cold that's going around of course we all know there is COVID around um there are still other illnesses out there and you know you have to think of the energy you put into these days and also how long these events last because if it's a whole day event when are you eating regularly are you having a good lunch in between are you eating great Um, afterwards, nine times out of 10, I know you guys are stopping off at a service station and getting something fast food. I'm not judging that. I do that myself. It's, it's, you know, if you're hungry, that's the first thing you're going to do. Um, not everyone's going to pack a lunch, you know, it doesn't happen like that. If you do, it's good to be prepared. Um, not me. (laughs) Uh, I try sometimes, I've always got hydration somewhere, um, but yeah, you know, so you have to think of nutrition for that, you know, early starts, late finishes. It can all creep up on you. So, although I know a lot of you still want to attend a lot of things, it's kind of prioritising what events you want to go to and what events you should go to. Um. So, for example, um, this month, November... I have two events, um, I st- I have the Yummy Masterclass, and I have Galaxy, Galaxy will be a free dayer, um, you know, two events in November, that's enough for me, especially, Galaxy is gonna break my bank. Uh, <laughs> you know, hotel stay, free night hotel stay, you know, can be costly. Uh, I also have coaching, on other days as well and interviews and stuff but I prioritize okay so even if I want to do stuff every weekend what stuff involves me going outside the house and what doesn't because for me I play to my strengths and I'm not saying that I don't suffer pageant burnout because I don't suffer pageant burnout but you know I do suffer depression so <laughs> I mean I do have experience of you know that sort of thing, and I have had pageant burn-up before, I've just been doing so much and so much, and it's where you take a look back and go, actually, I didn't need to do that, I didn't need to do that, so, if, for example, you want to do stuff um, that you can just do in your house, you know, perfect, dedicate one to two hours, you've done your makeup, it's taken an hour, and hair, and then you do those campaigns, you do those videos, you prioritise that, the rest of the day, you can film some funny tiktoks you can just relax on the sofa you know you can just chill you can can just you know go to the gym enjoy civilization without pageantry um because as well as the physical side of going to all these events there's also the, the you know the mental capacity that you build up um you know i am i can't ever think of the word i'm a an an introvert, an extrovert introvert or something like that, (laughs) I'm very bad with actually doing it, I am very social in the right environments, um, so if I'm comfortable with people, you know, I'll talk your head off, um, you know, I'm, that bubbly personality as such, but I can only do so much until I need to, you know, be inside, be in my room, you know, even if I'm online or from my phone, like, I'm still by myself. Like, I don't have to be like, oh, I need to do this and I need to do that. Like, I don't have to speak to anyone. It's it's on my terms. Whereas when you're at an event, like, you know, if you're sitting in the corner, people aren't going to really talk to you unless they really want to talk to you. Um, you know? So I have to build up, <laughs> build up my social battery, uh, as it's called. But as I said earlier, I played to my strengths because with my platform and with the things I do in pageantry, a lot of it can be done at home through video chat. It can be done anywhere. Um, You know, when I'm interviewing people for sparkles and rhinestones, when I'm interviewing people for um, my platform talks or for queen chats, you know, um, I know that I'm only going to have a certain amount of interviews that day. There'll be most likely one or two people will cancel. It happens. Um, also I'm not going to have back to back queen chats for like three, four hours, you know, cause you're talking about mental health that can be draining after a while. It's great to hear the stories and, you know, share those experiences, but one after the other, you know, diving in, it can, it can get a bit too much. And that's probably one of the reasons why I haven't um, done a new episode or interviewed people for a while because my mental health hasn't been 100% so interviewing people for you know the pageant mama club or for sparkles is fine you know there's not too much of diving in whereas that you know the audio podcast can take a lot from you but I know that for the month I have um free live appearances with my UK's National Mist you know, the Emmy Masterclass, that's Sparkles and Rhinestones. And then I will sit down and work out what I'm going to post for the month, what things I'm going to do, campaigns I want to join in, and schedule time of when I have makeup to join in those campaigns. So what I'm trying to share with you is to prevent pageant burnout is to not overextend yourself you can say no to people you can say i'm sorry that's a bit too far to travel to me like i was asked to judge and unfortunately i was training on said day i would love to judge but then you take into account the traveling i'd have to do the time to get there waking up earlier if i had to stay in a hotel travel back the next day There's so many factors that you have to consider in all of this, Um, you know. So rather than accepting every single thing, because you also have to remember that you don't have to do every single thing. It's great to be a proactive queen. Honestly, it's great. I absolutely love seeing so many of you guys out there in your communities, doing charity work, at pageant events, you know, I get massive FOMO. However, I also know that, you know, if I can't get out of bed, there's no way I could do that for a whole day, you know. I know that I need to have this time to relax and to rest. And it's if you are one of those proactive queens that need to be doing everything, this is where, you know, rather than going and... Uh, going to all these events, you know, you're still, you know, doing online interviews, you're still doing something proactive, Um, you know, it's just one of it might be sit down, one of it might not involve travel. Um, So this also goes for the pageant burnout is when you um, overbook yourself with coaching as well or over practicing. Um, So I of course will always advocate for booking a coach, it helps so, so much, but I have had to say before to some girls that you know once a week is fine um of course, leading up to the finals, there may be more sessions within the week um but you know, if people want to book out like five hours training, and it's like after a certain amount, you're just going through the motions again and again. You're not going to take any information in. Your legs are going to get tired. You're going to give a poor performance, you know. It's one of the reasons why I do 40-minute sessions and half-an-hour sessions uh, for for online, for interview, because it gets to a certain point and, you know, some people's, like, attention spans slip. Sometimes, you know they're getting frustrated because they're not getting the points they want to get across or they're overthinking things, you know, which is completely natural. Um, And it's like, if you booked in two hours, as I said, after a while, your performance just goes down. You're not in an interview room for two hours. You're in an interview room for three minutes. You're on stage for... Probably less than three minutes too, depending on how many rounds you have. Of course, then you have like crowning and stuff. But I mean, like your judged parts, less than three minutes. So, you know, once a week is perfect for training and coaching and practicing. I practice every other day of in my interview, um, just because I might see the cards on the table and just like, right, let's go through a few questions. Or when I'm making the master master class, when I'm making the interview uh, flashcards, I'll see a question and go, oh, let's answer that. Let's see how I can answer that. And, (laughs) you know, that's just me. You practice, you walk, anywhere you go. But you you don't want to lose the fun of competing. And that's what happens when you go to all these events and you overtrain and you put all that pressure on yourself, you don't enjoy it and you don't get the true experience that you wanted, now you may get the outcome you want and you might win and then it's that journey afterwards of keeping up that same energy, I hear it so many times when people say uh, to the question, you know, what would you do if you win, I'm gonna be everywhere. I'm gonna do as many appearances as I can, as much charity work as I can, and <clears throat> that expectation that you put on yourself can get so overwhelming. Um so what I'm trying to say is try not to overwhelm yourself, keep the training to a good amount of level where you're still learning and still interested, you know you can never have too much of a good thing however it can change your perspective on on some things and I am a massive advocate for self-care even if I don't listen to my own advice sometimes my friends will always say it you know you tell me to have a break yet you haven't had a break and it's like I know I'm a workaholic and it's not even a workaholic sometimes I'm just busy with different projects or i find something i want to do and i'm like right let's try that you know like i'm gonna be jamming up an outfit uh when i dig out of my wardrobe (laughs) let's not go there in the wardrobe it's prioritizing what tasks are well people say the most important but what tasks are more doable now so today so tonight actually i chose to record a podcast episode uh, rather than go on my laptop and I'm going to cut up some interview cards um, that is an easier task rather than you know creating different infographics you know working on appearance books and you know writing and all the fun stuff of it all so my top tip of course is to say start saying no when pageant burnout happens it happens to everyone you know, don't feel guilty if you have to cancel an event, let them know you're exhausted, let them know you're ill, but this is the thing, if you keep making a habit of going to all these events and then cancelling events like last minute or cancelling events because of the previous events, it kind of sets a bad example from yourself you know, you want to show everyone that, you know, yes, I'm reliable. Like, you can book me to judge. You can book me to compare. Like, I would love to help out at this event. I will do this. I will give this skill. Um, You know, and you've dedicated all that time to all those other events. And then this event's come and then you've left them in the lurch. And that's not your fault. But it is your fault at the same time because you didn't give yourself that time. And it's, as I said, that's why it's it's finding out which, it's, it's like writing lists of which ones you really want to do, which ones you're not so sure of. Now, you can, as I said, you can never predict when you're going to be ill. Sometimes it just happens, it creeps up on you. If you have conditions, you kind of know when you are starting to feel unwell. Um... You know, if you've overdone yourself, you know that it will take a while. Like, I know for myself, with this hip recovery, I try not to book anything double on the weekends because, honestly, the recovery is so hard. Even though, of course, you know, the last two weeks, weekends of October when we did Spark and Beauty, Big come to the van, and then the next weekend, Miss Universe and the IGM uh, Training Day a free train day for everyone, Um, but it's like, which ones have the less energy, which ones, you know, obviously my event, I couldn't, (laughs) but I knew that I wasn't speaking at every single part, there were other speakers, Um, so I knew it wasn't 100% going to be me, the same with, you know, the Sunday, I knew that I was only watching on the Saturday, I wasn't walking around everywhere, you know, the hills that I chose were very stupid for me, I need a chunk of hill, and I've, I've you know, resigned myself to the fact that Celestial Hills are not for me anymore, even if they're really short, <laughs> it's a sad realisation, guys, um, <laughs> which of course brings me to, of course, the pageant stages, you know. Wear a shoe that you're comfortable in, and you can walk in, regardless if it's tall or small or has a chunky heel. But going back to my point is booking. If you, what events you have, think of the energy levels of what's going to take traveling, judging will take a lot out of you. You don't think it does, but it does. You know, being on your feet all day at every event, it can take it out of you. So learn to say no. Prioritise your booking, um, of course, book, be organised, don't overbook yourself. Think about what you can do from the comfort of your own home, um, what you can join in, and what is doable for you. So for example, big challenges with fitness challenges over a month, it's great to sign up, but will you have the continuously to do it for the whole month? You know, how will that work? And one thing that I really wanted to say is that it's when people rank, like, what appearances are better. So this, you know, for example, there are two events on a day and it's like, I need to go to this one because this one looks, you know, a lot more better, you know. And the other one is still on the same part. Appearances are appearances. You're wearing your sash, you know. But this event is closer to you. This one would be better. You know, you know more people there. You're going to have a nice, comfortable environment. Instead, you travel four hours to be to a place where you're not really, like, needed, to be honest. But it's, you know, a bum on a seat. And this is why... You have to prioritise yourself to prevent a pageant burnout. So yes, if a pageant burnout does happen, take that time. Be honest. Honesty honesty is the best policy. People will appreciate it so more rather than excuses. You know, it's just, uh, guys, I've overexerted myself. I've been to all these events. I've joined in like hundreds of campaigns I'm just finding myself tired. Um, So I'm going to take, you know, a couple of weeks break from pageant world. That's absolutely fine. Take the break as needed. For some people, it might be longer. For others, it might not be a break. But it might be, you know, deleting apps. Or, you know, just being quiet on them. Like, the same with us, I said this podcast. Like, if I'm not in the energy to record a podcast, I don't want to do it. I don't want to force myself to talk about subjects that I'm not really interested in at the moment, and then you get a really, like, boring podcast, which I hope this hasn't been, <laughs> because I never, I'm always going around, it's, when I'm telling a story, it's not a straight A to B point. There's loads of different parts. Uh, I know in my interview, I'm much, much more precise, but podcasts, you have the chance to, you know, speak a bit longer but yes be organized say no when your body is feeling that way listen to your body you know take the breaks or take the less um less energy tasks um you know taking part in a campaign depending on the content will take you know an hour or so compared to a whole day and night travel with, you know, trying to get your energy back to three days later. So you're three days out rather than a couple of hours. Prioritise those tasks. Um, Be completely honest. And how to prevent them, as I said. You know, we all get the better of ourselves sometimes. We all want to be here, there and everywhere. I've done it so many times. I'm like, yes, I want to take part in this. I want to do this. I want to do this. And then... If you keep doing it, you lose the passion of why you did it in the first place. You know, pageantry is going to be fun. Fun, informative, educational, you know, so many other things. (laughs) Um, But yeah, so I hope this episode you've kind of learned some things. (laughs) Because it happens all the time you know, don't ever feel that you're alone in the pageant burnout, Um, because it happens, it happens in life in general, not just in pageantry, but it does, and sometimes people can fall out of love with pageants because of everything that's happening, you know, or they've just been to too many events now, it's just like, oh, another one, you know, you should never lose that excitement, Um, because if you do, you need to start having some honest talks with yourself. But we have some ideas. We, I mean, I, myself, Hannah, <laughs> the only one here um, <laughs> that we know of. um, We have some more uh, subject ideas for podcasts. If you want to hear about anything in particular, then please drop us a message on all of our social medias, just at Sparks and Rhinestones UK um but apart from that thank you guys so much for those who bought the ad the extra sparkle project box uh if you want to grab a handbook message me we have our new workbooks um i've actually ordered some a4 versions because with everything i designed them for myself um these are tools that i designed for myself the book obviously not because i wanted to have a place where everyone could go but you know the flashcards the books uh workbooks diaries um although the diary this year was just something special uh for the box only um but yeah like I designed it for myself so now that I have announced and paid my sponsorship for UK's National Miss I'm super excited to get my book and start planning things I've you know I've planned things already but I like everything to be in one book <laughs> one space um but yes also just a nice reminder that this friday friday the 5th november um, at seven o'clock i think i have the times right there Uh, we'll be on facebook on the live and we're just going to be going through the interview flashcards and just going through the different questions like how we would answer them what the judges are looking for it's a nice free session just to gain a little bit more interview knowledge um, so come and join us, you know, it's just me on the screen, I won't pull you up and invite you in, um, <laughs> so just a chance to go through different questions, um, learn a bit, uh, of course, if you want to get flashcards, that's great, because they really are a great tool to have, um, but there's no pressure here, as I said, the same with coaching, the same with everything, if you want to learn and improve, that has to be you, I don't like forcing people or telling people they have to. I'm just here. I'm just here. (laughs) That's my attitude now. I'm just here. If you want to ask me about pageants, you know, facing my life, pageantry and Penelope, two peas, two peas in a pod. Um, But thank you for listening. I hope you have an amazing day, night, whenever you're listening to this.